It's the Lloyd Floyd Show, coming to you straight from Pullman Sound in the heart of glorious New York City. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Pullman Sound, the world's most famous studio. Tonight is a presentation of the Lloyd Floyd Show as the visiting John Heffernan takes on Lloyd Floyd. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm hearing that. I can't believe I'm even hearing that. If anybody, anybody out there, I know so many of you, have been to Rangers games, have been to Rangers games, ladies and gentlemen, you know this voice. I can't tell you how happy I am. I'm a little bit happy. I'm really fucking excited to have on my show the John Heffernan right, Apple Sauce. Deluxe. Okay. I got to say, look, look, I I never have a guest like you on because all my guests do like voiceover. They do comedy. They do like all this, that, and the other thing. Okay. You not only do voiceover, but you are a sportscaster. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that's a, that's fair fair to say. I mean, Tell- think of myself as the the voice actor first, and then the sports stuff kind of fits and fills in the holes. Well, I got because yeah. over the years you have told me some of the sweetest gigs that you've had in sports. Right, right. I always think of you as all right. First of all, for the listeners out there who don't know in the first place, this is a man's man who sits before me. Okay, he's a silver fox, but he doesn't he doesn't do that touch of gray shit. No, no, no. He's going natural. Silver he doesn't, fox. And he doesn't easy. Need, he doesn't need to go like fucking non-natural because he is chiseled Silver Fox six foot something. I don't know what I'm saying. Makes me think, you know, like old no, guy. No, you're not old. No, no but you've no, got no. you've got salt and pepper I, hair. I, I, and I you got a few gray. That's it. the way I look at it. But Lloyd. that's what, look at, when they chose for Dos Keep going with the chiseled, though. When I they like chose the for Dos Equis, uh, the sex symbol, they didn't choose a young guy. They right. chose a salt and peppered haired guy with that's chiseled right. features right. who was a man's right. man, right? That is what John Heffern is. He's a like six foot four monster, like totally never had a zit in his life, you know, is like knows everything <laughs> about sports and like, you know, as uh, just fits in anywhere. You can put him in a tuxedo and a fundraiser. He fits in. You can take him to a, a wing bar. He fits in, you know? It's like it probably when you were a kid, you were the kid whose parents' house had the slip and slide, and kids came to your place That's because right. you were the kids. Right. So I, this is the alpha alphaist male that sits in front of me, which is why it's such a strange juxtaposition because I know nothing about sports. That's I am right. the anti sport. I'm all about music, and I'm none about sports. I don't know anything. I don't even know half of the ways that you score points in football, but I don't want to hear it. Okay. Because that's not why I connected with you. But the first thing I want you to do, I do want you to tell people, all right, is what have you done? What do you do and what have right, you done? Well, first of all, let's get a few pleasantries out of the way, Mr. Floyd. Uh, thanks, okay, fuck thank, off. Thank, thank, thanks for having me. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm oh. shocked. We're oh, finally. Pleasantry. I think I, I'm shocked we're finally sitting across from one another. I'm very happy about and it's that. it's just, it's your eyes. That, it's, he's got blue right. eyes for anybody who wants to know. It's salt and pepper hair and it's blue eyes. That's right. And, uh, you know, your description of me as the chameleon, I'll take it any day of the week, you know. But what really know. gets me about you is the way you sound, John. That's right. That's Right. I always love sounding a little bit like John Heffern. Ladies and Right. Sorry. Well, so just no, no, ladies, no, really. fine. Now, 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 now I know why it's called the Lloyd Floyd show. Oh. <laughs> Lots of Lloyd Floyd right now. But no, I honestly it's it's, it's awesome to be here and uh yeah, so you know the the sports stuff is um I uh, you know, well actually you mentioned Dosecki's real quick I got to get this out of the way. So you know the final Spot where they send the world, the most interesting man in the world, Will Lyman, of course, one of my favorite voice actors on the planet. Okay, um, they send 
uh, the guy uh, into space, um, and he's dis- That's how what ended that's the campaign. That's what happened. Yeah. So the last I don't have spot. A TV, so I don't know. The last spot was a sixty-second extravaganza. Yeah. Where where the most in- the world's most in- is it the most in- interesting man in the world? Or the world's most interesting man. Most I think interesting. It's, I think he it's is the world's most, the most interesting, interesting man in the world. It's the world's most interesting the world's man mo- in the world. Uh, anyway, they send him on a <laughs> one-way trip to Mars. So I I'll can send you I, on a fucking one-way can, trip to Mars. You crack now, on my show again. Now, now that this, uh, now that this spot is done and has aired, so I, so I auditioned for uh, one of the voiceover parts in it, not Will Lyman, <sighs> but uh, I got, I, I, I booked it. But there was the rare couple of callbacks, and I also had to sign an NDA. So my line was this: as, as he's going <laughs> into a NDAs. rocket into space, <laughs> he goes, I go. My line: there was a bunch of guys in a prison watching a TV, watching the, sh- the shuttle launch to Mars. Because that's a really manly thing. Exactly. Exactly. That's a, really, so, that's a good thing to associate with beer is prison. You know? <laughs> it's exactly, manly. Exactly. Hey, look at the most interesting man. Hey, he's getting off the planet. That's <laughs> right. So my line was, uh, his mission to Mars is only one way. And then he disappears in a space and that's it. So there's a, now a new most interesting man of the world. Have Which, you seen by him? the way, I have to interject right there. Why the fuck would the world want to make itself less interesting by sending the most interesting I know, man in the world a on a one-way of... trip to Mars? That is like, that shows basic human nature there because all the other guys are like, that guy's fucking all our women. Get him the hell out of here. He's the most interesting guy in the world. Send yeah. him to fucking Mars. Yeah. Yeah. That's a mob mentality. That, anyway, that but guy, that's a lynching. They I, lynched him. I think his but, name was, is Jonathan Goldschmidt so, or something so now, from Brooklyn. Jonathan great, Goldschmidt would never have agreed yeah. to a one-way trip to Mars. Exactly. He would have never done it. Right. I knew Jonathan Goldman. Personally. He was a good friend of mine. He did a great job. They his got a new guy. His father sold felt. <laughs> Right. So like so now, but uh, you so were anyway, that's the a good new, gig. The new uh, so there's a new most interesting man <laughs> of the world, and you know there's been what's so interesting uh, lots about of, lots of different discussions about what, that. what's so interesting about him. Well, you know who knows. I, I, I'll tell you what they did an interesting job. At As if he's a real fucking person. You're talking about. I can't believe John. That well, you're the, the campaign's about, been great. It's been yeah, big. but they fucked it completely up by changing the world's most interesting man in the world. Well, you know, we'll see. Be careful. You could be a part of one of those come spots in the future. Come on, Lord. come on, come on. If you yeah. had me in a think tank, I would say two words to the people in the entire room. All I would say is new Coke. <laughs> That's all right. I'd fucking right. say. If it half, ain't broke, don't fix it. And I'm yeah. Lloyd Floyd, so half of them would be like, when are you cutting out the lines? The other <laughs> half would be like, oh my God, let's have him back next week and he can help us think. Because honestly, I do think well in advertising yeah. terms. After having been, we're into what you're, we're not supposed to talk about what I'm doing. Right. We're okay, I got about you. what you're doing. But, I, but I don't give a fuck. But we talk about anything. Right. This is the, the rules are there's no rules. That's right. what's special about my right. podcast because right. I just know you. I and like you. So, yeah, exactly. But like the thing is that um, if, if uh, a product is going to do something that that changes radically yeah, what right. they built up for years and mm-hmm. years, they really should keep that because people loved it so yeah. much. It's memeing, right? You know that was a move oh, no, like huge, New Coke, huge, a huge. move like New Coke to do that. And uh, now that I've been in advertising for so long, it's weird because I didn't used to think in these terms. And like I said, mm-hmm. I don't have a TV, right. but I follow the campaigns because all right. of my buddies and I are auditioning for those campaigns. Exactly. So we know what's going on in the dynamic of the campaign. Yeah. And now, at this point, now we're starting to form relationships with creatives. Yeah. So 
I don't know about you, but I've been several times part of the creative process oh, sure. of coming out. Okay, so that comes well, with the yeah. territory of being a decent field well, guy. But I think I think a lot of those guys would also agree, the advertising types, and I've got a good example for one of those relationships over at Avert Free and Ginsburg. Just terrific, terrific people, starting with Frank Ginsburg, the CEO, all the way down. And it's just nice to be... Uh, a part of the process, and oh, it doesn't happen all the time. Gratifying. Those no, guys those are, are the best. It's I rare. mean, they're really, really. Uh, they involve me. They they ask for feedback, and they they're patient, and they work with you. And uh, that's not to say that other agencies don't do. My that. guys they were do. BBDO, BBDO but, worldwide, and the best yeah. was um, when we worked together on GE. But we did we started from the not from the ground up, but we started from. Uh, really, kind of from the ground up, right. like we helped each other develop the campaign. Yeah. And it's and, and wouldn't you agree, Lloyd, that being in the position that we're in, a lot of times you can be sort of cast to the side. You're there to do your job, which is fine. No, no. Now, when I, I say cast it. to the side, it's like bring in the hired gun, have them do their thing, and that's fine. That that's perfect. But maybe for what, straight AVO, with, with with some with some exceptions, it's nice to know a little more backstory and and what's AVO going on. AVO is announcer voiceover for people not in voiceover, but right. maybe for straight announcer voiceover that might be the case and you say right. a few lines and get out which is when you have an iconic voice like yours right. you well, definitely do you yeah. come in for like you can go in for a half an hour yeah. say you know certain things with the gravitas right. that just comes right. naturally to you because in you're the six foot yeah all that yeah. Um, and I don't think anybody promo trailer stuff <laughs> yeah. so but but um, when you're a character or, oh well, right. Like you know, for some of the video games more, I've done and exactly. the TV shows I do, you get to yeah. do much more thinking. And I've even been involved in think tanks right. where they want to see where That's the awesome. direction of a campaign right. goes and stuff. Right. So I have relationships with creatives in New York City. Yeah. And uh, Chris from BBDO said, Lloyd, I don't think there's a creative in New York that you haven't worked with. Yeah. And I don't think there is a creative in New York I haven't worked right, with. But right. that's like how I like to get involved if they let me. You know, it's like to get those gigs is like the most blessed thing in the world mm-hmm. because they let you come in right. and they let you contribute your ideas. Right. That's what you're hired to do. Exactly. So it's like beautiful, right? It's much, very gratifying. But but get it, get you do so much you do so many things what i the first thing i concentrated on was the voice of the of the rangers that you did yeah for a long yeah time, so right? just let me just wrap up that last do thing some... about what you're saying i will but like all good things in life campaigns included things do have a shelf life and come to an end so th- i think that you know whether you agree or not with uh well, the Dosecki's run, campaign but mr whipple only only did it when he died right. like there are some things that but let's talk about some with. of those gigs whether it's you know my buddy dean winners who's the uh the uh all-state he plays mayhem on those in that all-state campaign i mean that he's had a great run with that i mean and, that's fantastic even yeah, the guy he, from uh verizon can you hear me now well, he's so iconic well, he that he switched, switched to over sprint to it's and, not like he switched to sprint right. It's like Sprint said to Verizon, is his contract up? Legal right. went through all these other... So whatever. And even Ralph at, at Abrams, who does... When a does... thing works in advertising, you see it work, the public sees it work, right. the public is the one who should make the decision. Right. If you have your character from a campaign mm-hmm. being memed still, right. you know, I don't right. often blab, but when I do, I blah. Right. When you have that continually still being relevant, right. you should keep the character. But that's not, but that, yeah. all of this makes no fucking difference to me whatsoever <laughs> because I'm a complete mercenary and I don't right. care what they do in the end with their ad campaign. If it makes the client happy, that's what matters. Right. Exactly. That's well, all that matters. Well, making you the client happy, but also. Things. You can't really. Do you seriously? Are you emotionally invested in the most interesting man in the world? 
Well, but can you name the brand that he's advertising? I think Dos Equis. Well, there you go. I, how many times does it happen though, where you see, hey, did you see that commercial? And someone will say, it was the guy did this, the guy did that. Well, what was it for? Oh, uh, 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 I, I, I don't know. And I don't Dos remember. Dos beer did not, was not on the tongues of people before that guy. Well, well building brands should include the product you're trying to sell. And at the end of the day, you got to sell product in order for a campaign to be successful, in my view. Obviously, it's and a basic notion. And of course, it worked but... for Dos Equis. Would you not say that that worked? <coughs> oh, my God, Dos absolutely. Was so... All right, so anyway. Any... Anyway, yeah. Well, I'm not necessarily emotionally invested in the most interesting man in the world, but it struck me. It struck me as odd that you were somewhat emotionally invested. Well, no, being a part of that last commercial was awesome. Oh, yeah, no, that's it true. It was awesome. That's true. You have it was very a part cool. in history. Yeah. What exactly you did you do in the... The, it was one line. What you was know, it? it? It was uh, his mission to Mars is only one way, and then the the spaceship takes Righteous. off. Righteous, you know. So yeah, whatever. I mean, it's basic, but a spot of that magnitude. Like, look, anybody. Did it run during anytime, the Super Bowl? Well, there you go. I mean, that's our sort of our benchmark. If you got something that runs during, you know, the Oscars or the that Super was, Bowl, that was my, or, you I've know, whatever. Two. I think I had two Super Bowl commercials ever. Yeah, one I was had. The I, I had like was... I think I had a Dr Pepper. Right on. Right on. Bones yeah, it out. There you All go. right. Right. See now, the cool thing about yeah. you is that you can announce the sport and then be in a commercial on the on the Super Bowl. Well, also, that's right. If your yeah. team goes all the way, and by the way, I I did have it. You would do one other thing. Are you uh, the city of brotherly love? Uh, still? Oh, in Philly, yes. Yeah. So I mean, just the sports stuff. It started. You know, I didn't really struggle that long when I started doing this. I left an ad- advertising job when I got out of college. I had, I worked for no a size ad agency here in the city. Uh, no longer around. It was uh, Jordan McGrath, Case, and Taylor, and then they got. I remember out. them. They they merged with Arnold. They got bought out by Euro Euro RSCG, and um, so I had a little background of the whole advertising stuff. But rolled the dice, signed with CESD, and then uh, never looked back. But my first real gig was signing like a you know a six figure contract with uh, the National Hockey League, and then from Ooh-wee. there. The uh, the Rangers came about, the New York Giants, the Philadelphia Eagles, whoa, the NFL. Whoa, whoa. I do um, I do some some part time stuff with MLS soccer, boxing. Whoa! Um, oh, I should have asked like my that. nephew for so, questions about the soccer. Well, yeah. I have a question for you from one of my good friends, Nick Balls. Yeah. From the Lower East Side. Right. Would like to know um, why the Philadelphia Eagles suck now. Oh, man, geez, that's a wide-open question. I would say, you know, there's been a lot of turnover over there, including you start with the head coach. This Chip. is for you, Nick. Listen up. Yeah, I mean, you know, the Chip Kelly experiment in year one went really well, um, and uh, it, it got progressively uh, bad after that record-wise and maybe, um, uh, you know, just some some stuff that went down. Uh, Chip ended up uh, getting, getting let go, uh, well-documented, and moved on to the 49ers. Um, That's, this this past is a really season, detailed answer. But, wow, well, yeah, I, I got my friend's money's worth. You know, he fucking but, asked me to. I yeah. have no. All right, I know nothing about what you just said. You could have been speaking Chinese to me just now. <laughs> I have no idea yeah. what you right. just said, well, but that was for my friend I, so that he could understand what your perspective. Well, on I, I guess what I'm getting at apparently is there the was, band, apparently the team has had some bad luck. Well, there was a lot of turnover. I mean, there were some key players, and and listen, like, I don't know. So right. I, I only found out just like you know before I came down yeah. here. Like right, you know. Well, there was a you know. As is not 
often, as is often the case with uh, the National Football League, I mean, some people call it, the NFL stands for not for long, in that Every average life is three years in the league, and there's a lot of moving parts, including including player personnel. So you've got some key players with uh, the Eagles and Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Jackson, LaShawn McCoy, um, uh, DeMarco Murray, uh, you know, came in, came out, left. Uh, so I think they are in so need like of some stability like or and waitress, consistency. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, but an excellent organization, starting with their ownership group and uh, Jeffrey Lurie, their general manager, general their GM Don Smolensky, their president Don Smolensky, uh, GM Howie Roseman. There's some good good minds within that organization, and it's just a matter of time before they turn it around. Now, what I want, I absolutely, and I'm no longer there for the record. All right, but I had a great run and, and really enjoyed it. Really and, enjoyed it. And absolutely, my time. I think that um, one can't say in any um, uh, dynamic such as a professional league sport, like right. a national, you know, every city has one type sport. One cannot say that there is such a thing as dynasties. It's a rarity, I think, that the Yankees well, have spe- a that's a good point. The have one. It's yeah. a battle royale yeah. every year. A lot of that has to do with salary cap um, issues. Uh, which, so many different you know, factors. Go so you don't have. I mean, it's rare operates. to have a Derek Jeter in today's day and age playing for the same so team rare. their entire career. And and it's so. so. It's, and it's always all the variables go up and down. Right. Now people are. You know, I'm sure in the back of the owners' minds, they're like. How are people going to bet on my team this year? You know that those things go in because now yeah. everybody with their fantasy football league, right. the betting has become more important than right. the playing of the game. Mm-hmm. And they're making their own fantasy leagues. Well, I mean, listen, and it's, it's a huge complete, business. It's insane. Yeah. It's, in, it's just gambling well, the fan- addiction. The fantasy football it's a, it's uh, is, is a cottage industry in and of itself. And, uh, it's like bingo. Right. You know, it started I mean, like bingo, and it'll never go away now. But right. that I didn't want to. That's just sort of a side note to me. That's an interesting right. aspect mm-hmm. of society. Mm-hmm. That being as you are a sports guy, I can have, I can find very few things to connect with you on when you talk sports statistics. Right. But when you, when you talk broad dynamics, well, the of broad sports, dynamics, then I can talk theory with you, and then okay. I can well, investigate sports right. and what a sport is. All right, let's let's take one second right now. What do you say at halftime when somebody throws a flag and the team calls a timeout? What is it? Do some sports sports like so I can call a timeout. Ladies and gentlemen, the last play is officially under review. What? Let's go under the hood and take a second look. What are you? What you're seeing right now is exactly what the referees are reviewing under the hood. Get him out. Was that very uh, Billy? Uh, Billy, what's his name? What was the guy from the Yankees used to always Billy? Billy Martin. Billy Martin. Was that Billy Martin of me? That that was that Thank was you. the was late kicking. great Billy. Speaking of uh, Hall of Famers, um, Pudge Rodriguez, Jeff Bagwell, and Tim Rock Reigns all elected into the Hall Baseball Hall of Fame. Tim today. Rock Reigns sounds like a drink. Tim Rock Reigns, was, <laughs> I actually worked with him one year when I was the announcer for the Newark Bears. Wow. Uh, minor League Baseball. It was, it was, You've it, done I everything. still need to write a book about right, that one so season with them. Enough about the sports. Now let's get on to the other shit that you do. What other stuff? You have something big to drop. Well, something's, uh, yeah, a show I've been working on for the last, uh, over a year now, uh, drops February 6th on Nickelodeon. Ooh, wee, what's it called? So my first, uh, what's recurring it called? What's role, it uh, on Nickelodeon, Kids Anime show called Anella the Princess Knight. Uh, it's, it's for kids. That's, it's for little, that's right. It's for little kids. Yeah. And I want little kids because they're a good audience. You don't even, you don't even have to make a, a joke to make them. 
<laughs> Lloyd, you, what are you doing? What are you doing next week? You got to stop over. And, Why you're in? Ew, well, that sounds kind of creepy. No, you got to come over and be on the show. I mean, you're what? That's right be on your show? No, Nella, Nella drops February sixth. Viacom, uh, well produced show, really well written. You want me to come over people. and watch it? Is that no, what you're I'm saying? saying you could. We we got a part for you. I think. Okay. After that uh, well, suggest me. You yeah, know, I'm with Buckwall so. now. I mean, um, you know, so I yeah. Just tell them. You know, they'll be reaching out anyway to everybody. But yeah, I appreciate that. that. That's right. I sure that's do. Right. Yeah, pull yeah. me in. I'll pull you yeah. into anything if uh, if we ever end this strike and Rockstar starts recording again. I get, the strike is like video yeah. game strike is not. I'm not sitting well with that. But you know, yeah. whenever it ends, uh, I'll you know I'll suggest you if they want sportscasters in in any kind of Rockstar game. That's I'll right. Well, no, I, hey, I did I did a pretty a pretty crazy character with uh, with Rockstar. So I you've did, done video games. Also. I did the follow you've the the, the much anticipated follow up to Manhunt. I did oh, Manhunt right on, two. I, I was in Manhunt one. I was okay, the skins. I was the whole gang the skins. Yeah. What were you? Who were you well, in Manhunt two? I was I I was. Initially, I recorded an entire session, one of the craziest sessions of my life. Do you not love Rockstar As, sessions? Uh, well, first of all, at my callback at Rockstar down in Soho, yeah, I I, I said to them, "I'm waiting." Office. Yeah, it's great. I said, "Hey, can I uh, go use the restroom?" And they're like, "Yeah, hold on a second. They call an attendant. To, oh yeah, to bring me to the bathroom. Oh yeah, because they don't want any secrets being, you know, taken. It's like Willy Wonka. I, it's literally, it's literally, it was like being in a lockdown, you know, uh-huh. uh, underground <laughs> bunker. <laughs> I mean, they take that it's billion dollar business, man, it's and they're all over the there. world. I love it. So I, I did, it. I did one like character in like that show, a, like you're an agent of Shield. I know. Didn't it feel I like was, well, not only that, when my first session with them. There was uh, the the director was was Australian. And what, oh yeah, what, I know that guy. What, what, what I didn't know was they 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 he's come South, into no, the booth. They come into the booth with you, and he's and they had lit they had lit candles. The lights were low. I was oh, playing this yeah. this this psychopathic guy who was hell bent on revenge, and so he's like, "All right, right, pretend you're in the outback, right, and you hear a sound." Line, line, and I'm like, is that you, Mackenzie? Yeah. He's like, right, perfect, perfect. Let's keep it going. That I walked into that session, session drenched in sweat. I do. I'm too. walking down uh, West Broadway or Broadway, and I'm like, this is that was one freaky three hours. It's the best. Oh, but they the they t- I, and I figured they sent me they sent me the manuscript like a couple days before, and I figured you know what, I'm gonna dive right into this thing because it's like gamers are a whole other lot. They're you know, great. a whole other animal. They're so great, man. So it was, you've done it was video cool. games, video cartoons, games, sports casting, and what else? Announcer voiceover, of course. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, the the VOs have the always been the bread VO. and butter. Do you the do any stage stuff. acting? Of and course. We'll... I mean, that's how we started. I was part of a performing arts curriculum in high school, four years at Mamaroneck High School out in Westchester, and started with theater. Actually, before that, in grammar school. You wait, little girl. On an empty stage for fate to turn the light on. The twinkle in his eyes, ladies and Your gentlemen. Your life, really, little you gotta girl, see. It's like the, okay, all right, no, is I don't wanna, an empty I don't, Okay, all right, that's page. great. All right. You are 16 going on ladies 17. And ladies and gentlemen, Sound the of amazing music. John Heffernan. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for the starting <laughs> offensive unit for your 2011 <laughs> New York Giants at quarterback, number 10, Eli Manning. 
learning. So it's the whole gamut, Lloyd. I think we got a good ball team this year. I think we got a good ball club. Uh, I think we have a chance a chance to win if we are actually um, uh, if we if we can get uh, certain key players off the injured list. Then uh, I think we have it. Why don't they have those really bragging? Like I used to love Muhammad Ali, who would yeah. go in there and be like, "I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna string him up. I'm gonna take his intestines out. I'm gonna make a blood eagle out of him well, like they did in the Viking days." Right? You can't like, you can't mention only- Ali without this guy though. Hello once again, everyone. This is Howard Cosell. Live! Pullman Sound, New York City, New York. Well, if Joining you're going into today, that, I've got to go to the videotape. Oh, <laughs> let's check that out. Holy cow, I think he's going to make it. All right, look at There's so many iconic sports guys. Yeah. Oh, that's got to hurt. You know, Brent Musburger. Right. Well, Who is well, the Musburger guy? is this guy. He's famous for... You're looking live, Pullman Sound, New York City. You're looking live. All these guys have their taglines. Who's the guy that said, boom goes the dynamite? Well, that no, that was like that famous uh, video that went viral. It was like an some, amateur? Yeah, there was an amateur guy who would never, he was in like some small market in the Midwest right out of college. And it was his first live newscast where he's doing highlights. <laughs> and, and he's he, like, and his catchphrase boom was. goes the dynamite. <laughs> and he was horrible. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was, a, he was. He was in and out, and he was losing his place, and it was it was really – look it up. It's on YouTube. I did. I, I Go, found it out. Google it was, boom goes they, the dynamite. They, went, they did it on some up. talk show, some late-night right. talk show, and some guy did a whole thing on it and stuff. And I was like, is that – that was his phrase that he was that, trying that, to he, make He was trying happen. to have Everybody's that be his catchphrase. So yeah. who was the guy who got caught in, like, in a dress – was that Brent Musburger? No, I mean I think that well, well, well documented. There was uh, a guy, and it's Marv Albert. Marv Albert, and his phrase was "Ooh, that's gotta hurt." No, you, you know, he was it? more like Ewing from the side. Yes, no, but it Pat was another Trink one where he Ewing. said, "Ooh, that who's the guy that said ooh, that's gotta hurt?" I think that was him. Ooh, that's got to hurt. Because I used I to make fun no, of him for the, when he got Marv. found in the dress. Not Marv. But i got to oh, say, wow. Marv Albert, one of, a, one of the best uh, things to come out of the New York area. Iconic announcer and one of the best in the business. Still knocking it out. People's if, personal lives does not condition their art. No, look, we all have our flaws, Toulouse man. Toulouse-Lautrec used yeah. to go to brothels, and he used to paint dancing girls, and he was Toulouse-Lautrec. It does right. not matter the personal life. You're not God's priest. You're God's artist. That's right. And as an artist, you're able to take more liberties right. with your life and the average human being, we feel the highs and lows and go to the extremes so that other humans may live vicariously through oh, us. Yeah, that's where you're putting us in very lofty, uh, lofty categories. But like. just like in the Viking days in America, entertainers are revered next to politicians. Yeah. The well, I mean, look, I mean, the, the list is long of the tormented, beautiful souls that create. I mean, whether it's Hemingway, Van Gogh. Well, we're not always tormented. James we're exalted Joyce. by society. Uh, you know, Brando. Nietzsche. I mean, the list goes on. You know, so <laughs> Nietzsche. Yeah, and and God we could is throw... dead. Cannot gods also die? <laughs> Can you not feel the bones of the gods rotting in the earth? That's right. And the uber talented Lloyd Floyd sitting across from me, tormented in a good way. Oh, I will say. Yes, I I would yeah. say I am tormented by the Lord. That's right. I have but, been tormented but, by the but Lord. But more talent than uh, in your in your little finger than I could ever. Even well, dream I, of that, having, we don't want to talk about our history with with that. Job. How that's did a, we meet? By the way, I, I, oh, I, that I can't remember. No, I mean Abrams. <coughs> we I, met at Abrams, yeah. but I can't remember how we actually met. But yeah, I do I, the remember first day, but... when we when we hung out the first time that we hung out. You happened to be in my neighborhood right. late at night, and it was right. like 2 in the morning. Now, I'm a notorious night owl, okay? I'm a notorious night owl, yeah. and 
it you was know, Coogan's. It was that yeah, uh, cop fireman Everybody bar. at some yeah. point will come to Washington Heights. Okay? That's right. Well, Coogan's is a spot. And I oh, used yeah, to be the sure. voice of Coogan's. I did all their advertising. So one night. I mean, for this for this sports show that I was, I was narrating. One night you called me up. So, you were done with your gig. And you called me up and you were like, hey, Lloyd, don't you live up here or something? Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, I do. You're like, and I'm down the street. So I was like, yeah, yeah, that's right. You're like, that's hey, right. why don't I come over? And I remember I was such a hermit at the time. I still am really, but like I you wanted you came over yeah. and wanted to sit on the couch and two of the three cushions of the were couch covered were covered with, with crystals. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Fluorescent like, crystals, I, I, right? Yeah, and I, and it was <clears throat> so not, worth the price of admission. Did I, I not show you. you that shit light up like the tree oh at Rock God, Center? God, it was gorgeous. Right? I you mean, saw you colors that night that you didn't think could exist. The shortwave is the fun spectrum, <laughs> right? right? So that, right. but that was the night that we started rapping. You came over yeah. at two in the morning. I'm regularly up till five. If I have nothing to do the right. next day, or if I have a late audition, yeah, I'll stay up till five because yeah. my prime creative hours are between one and five. That's right. You came over and we talked for those prime creative hours, that's and right. that's how I bonded with we bonded. you. So to the extent Life's where a couple of other same. times when you did that gig, you would come over again right, afterwards and right. be like, hey, Lloyd, let's chat. Exactly. We'd stay up till like six, seven in the morning, like just fucking <laughs> shooting the shit and talking. So yeah. that's how we know right. each other. Well, I think it was, yeah, I don't know if it was that late. No, yeah. it was because the sun was, the sun would come right. up. Well, then it was the that time one time, but yeah. But, you yeah. know, still, that's Absolutely. how I got to know you. And that's when yeah. you get to know a person best, I think, is after they've already, well, it's after they've done their gig and been the voice of Coogan's and then tied one on. Well, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, Tell you though, <laughs> they're, 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 during during you know a, after any game that I announce, as as cheesy as this may sound, but there's or or a gig, you know, there's that thing of announcing in front of nineteen thousand people at Madison Square Garden or sixty thousand wow. at Giant Stadium now, MetLife Stadium, wow, where it's like you know there is a little bit of a high that goes along with yeah. that, and it takes. I'll tell you one other thing. I mean, enough about the uh, backslapping of myself, but I was I was driving down. But to, what uh, a back to slap! I, I keep right. making those terrible jokes about you. It's because yeah. you're so good looking. But I was Can't I was driving down to Villanova yesterday for something, and uh, I, I I was coming back on the turnpike, and I see I see MetLife Stadium off in the distance, and I remembered a silly factoid. But dead shows. There, there was no. There was one time. <laughs> there was a time where I was doing both Giants. And Rangers, and I had a one o'clock start with the Giants. It's good that they'll never compete. That, that I announced, and they let me go before my last announcement because I had a rare five o'clock face-off with the Rangers at Madison Square Garden. You had a five o'clock face-off with the Rangers? I bet you they no, kicked so, your ass. You can't even handle a so pup. So I'm the only guy oh, that did a Giant game, announced a Giant game and a Ranger game in the same day. Yeah. So I I literally you know ran what? up to the ice. I'm the only guy who three watched minutes neither. before the game started, <laughs> and uh, it was. You know, and now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the starting lineup for the New York Rangers. And in goal, number 30, Henrik Lundqvist. What's Hello, down I am face? Henrik Lundqvist, and I play for the Rangers. Uh, I am he's coming Swedish. here for yeah. Then I've got to switch to the different accents. That's right. That's right. Uh, and it's great to be here in New York, but it's not cold enough for my children, so I have to keep them in special right. cold incubation tank. The, the last part about that story is my car was parked on the other opposite side of the field, so I had to dash 
like like you know like O.J. Simpson, but he, horrible he, reference, but he, across <laughs> the entire length of the field. And uh, what he actually and, had to do was knock down three security guards. Well, no, no, no. Him no. and Obi Wan then had to fight several destroyers, right. and then he had to uh, shoot. Two, what was it? It was proton torpedoes because they couldn't use the blasters because the blaster shields were up. It had to be two proton torpedoes into a duct that was only two meters wide. That's how he got to the ice where he had personal face-off. The the name-dropping moment on the 50-yard line was uh, the Giants co-owner Steve Tisch was talking to Mickey Rourke, who happened to be on the sideline that day. And I literally... Let me tell you a little something about Mickey. I can't stand fucking wrestling, baby. You know you give the worst blowjob I ever had. I can't stand you. Yeah. You're so damn beautiful. Come on over here so I can fucking hit you. That's right. Is that decent, it, Mickey Rourke? That's a very good Mickey Rourke. You know, Rourke. the weird thing is, he sounds, the more you make Mickey Rourke sound like this, he sort of turns into Sylvester Stallone after a little bit. You know, it's not, that <laughs> not really that much of a difference. I don't right, know. You right. guys go to the same plastic surgeon, would you get your voice done? That's right. <laughs> That, yeah. Come on, that was clever. That oh, was very no, that was very good. Um, I'm I, John Heffernan, and I'm laughing on the inside. That's <laughs> that joke wait, was low and inside. We, do, we did a we did when you were doing your one man uh, show down at the oh, Bowery Poetry oh, Club. Oh, that was the best. We, we did a walking off though. I think we did a walking off. I was like, Juana? Lloyd, it's I I gotta tell you, it, it it's a pleasure to be here tonight. With a one-man show, and you making an exception, it's now officially a two-man show. I don't understand. It's crazy how a one-man show has now turned into a two-man show. Wow. I, I don't understand. John, I can't believe what you're saying to me. You're doing math, and I thought you were blonde. <laughs> no, it's not a two-man show. You've turned it back into a one-man show. <laughs> it's a one-man show because we're both doing the same guy. We do him a little different. Everybody has a walking. Your, your, and yours is much better than mine, obviously. No, not necessarily. Right. I think the man of a thousand voices, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yes. oh! And did I get yes. did I get applesauce just now from John Heffernan? <laughs> is that, Holy shit! Is that no. good or bad? The really fun thing. It's good. Oh, I love applesauce. Right. I live on applesauce. <laughs> the one good, the greatest thing that we did in the one man show was when we did the Lloyd Olympics. That's it was right. An Olympic well, year. I had just done the Olympics in like either Salt Lake or you fucking yeah, jet trash. That's right. You're well, no, that was two thousand. 2002. So no, it was after that. But yeah, no, no. that was later. Was it? Was it 2002? No, I, I was the last Olympics I did oh, was okay. uh, right. I was one of the hockey announcers in Salt Lake City. Right you know? on, so, right uh, on. I'm, I'm dating myself a little bit, but uh, well, everybody has to do that for a while. Yeah. Keeps you out of trouble. That's, that, that, that's right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, we'll never stay out of trouble, guys like us. Yeah. The, the Lloyd Olympics was special because we would it would there were all the characters from around the world that's that they would right. highlight, you know, that's and they right. would broadcast it right. and. We made up like I was like, ladies and gentlemen. Oh yeah, what I was saying before. I'm like, ladies and gentlemen, from Team Japan. After a very unsuccessful run, the expectations were high. Now, ladies and gentlemen, joining us live in the booth is the head coach for Team Japan and their figure skating team. I got to ask you, Coach. uh, Things uh, not quite going your way at this Olympiad. Can you explain why? Uh, we are uh, very dishonored uh, at this Olympics because uh, we have a uh, one figure skater who is a very big slut. We do not like this a bitch not one fucking bit. 
And the reason why Noah's other skaters will do their best is because she's in the back with all of their other men giving blowjobs out like they're Tootsie Pops at a fucking kid's graduation. Uh, that, that, she uh... has dishonored the whole team. When we get home, we will make her ritually kill herself. Let's move on to luge now, Lloyd. Uh, one one person, one sled, 70 miles an hour. Is that something you would consider doing? Man, man, man. After Jamaica went and get a bobsled team that one time. <coughs> you know, we, don't, we, can't, we can't let the luge pass us by, man. You know, it's faster. It's more dangerous. <laughs> and not only that, it bring you close to jam, man. When I'm sliding down the ice, feet first, I'm looking down the track. It's going 90, 100, 110 miles an hour. Boy, I can hit the curve. I go around, I slide up way high, and I come on way down. You know what I'm saying, man? By the time I'm sliding into home, I'm pulling up the play. And interesting interpretation, ladies of gentle, and ladies and gentlemen of the luge. Gotta tell you, it makes me want to What'd you join. think I was going to be Dutch? No way I was going to choose a Dutch guy for that. Who else do you want to do? Do you have any other? What's I, a weird sport? What's a, do, do some curling. Curling. Yeah, well, huge in Canada, by the way. Start huge. talking. Start Rock speaking. Stars. Curling uh, announcer stuff. Start doing. Well, I, I, curling, I'm not, I can't, can't speak to curling. I, I got to tell you, I, I definitely can't. It's kind of like, like bocce ball on ice. You know what I mean? And, Looks uh, like the stone is moving a little to the right. left, ladies and gentlemen. It weighs exactly 14 kilograms. Like, what are you doing? How, yeah. how can you make it? Did you see the, the thing where people uh, did um, curling with cats? No. They take I didn't cats see that are incredibly furry, like mm-hmm. the overbred mm-hmm. cats that are really furry. Mm-hmm. And they slide, and the cats are so lazy that they just sit there, the big fat ones, and they slide the cat down the ice and they make the cat curl, like just like in curling. Instead of stones, they use overweight, very long haired cats. Right. And it's hysterical. That is hysterical. Totally hysterical. Of course, it's one of those ridiculous internet meme shit things that when you have nothing to do, you know, like in between joints, you're like on Facebook looking at what other people meme, which is like uh, when when a comic memes, I cry. I was I was kidding about the in between joint things. There's, there's <laughs> that's there's, fine. There's that's no, fine. No such thing as in between yeah. joints for me. I just the, smoke one. The closest joint. thing I've gotten to an international competition was I was asked to be an announcer uh, not too long ago for the World Indoor Lacrosse Championships. So uh, we are here with um, our and, announcer, Monsieur Jean Fernand, for the World International uh, Indoor Lacrosse Tournament, uh, Mister. Um, it is strange for me to pronounce American names because I hate you. Um, I'd like to know how you came to announce for our uh, team. Well, I got to tell you, Lloyd, it was... uh, My name is not Lloyd. My name is Francois. That's right, Francois. Monsieur. (laughs) I'm sorry. No, no, no. But the international stuff's cool because you got teams from all over the world and it's uh, those are always a lot different than like you know just working uh for one team oh, you just totally took the air out of i did i did i didn't know totally, how to come back i didn't know how to come back that's because but french aren't straight, known for their lacrosse canadians and and, and native americans and are 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 the best lacrosse players around everybody uh, and, knows and team usa of course everybody knows that my people have been playing lacrosse for generations in this valley Hey, 
we decided long ago that we were not going to let some douchebag from Brown University tell us how to play a sport we invented. I got to tell you, though, it was on the grounds of Onondaga Nation, and I felt you could feel, you could feel things were different. I'm saying in a positive way. Whenever you get, well, they uh, won. They won recently. Actually, the Iroquois national team lost to uh, no, no, no. Canada. I don't mean in sports. I, I mean, yeah. the Native Americans won out against the American government at Standing Rock. I, uh, no, that's, that's that what was I amazing. Mean. They won. Yeah, that was pretty like, cool. finally, finally, yeah. America has honored a single treaty mm-hmm. with the Native populace of this country. From what I understand, and I'm, I'm sure my facts are wrong because I know all leftists, but this is the first time that the American government has honored a Native American treaty when it came yeah. down to time to break it. We'll and have it to sure build took our them pipeline fucking, elsewhere. It sure fucking took them long enough to cave in, didn't right, it? Right. Oh, you wasted an awful lot of yeah. taxpayer money, an awful lot of manpower just yeah. to do the right thing in the right. end. Why did you have to waste all that bureaucracy and make all those people's lives hell right. when you were just going to back down in the end anyway? This should be a lesson to the American government. When it comes to fucking with the Native people, you have fucked with them enough. <laughs> Stop fucking yeah. with them. Yeah. You have the money. It's cheaper for you to build the pipeline around where you had to go than have a standoff with these obviously principled people for months and months and months and months and then build the fucking pipeline mm-hmm. around where you mm-hmm. say you have to. So anyway, mm-hmm. that's my... There's my view on Standing Rock, but I had no idea that we were so good at lacrosse. Yo, hey, that, uh, Native Americans uh, invented the game. You almost, came on two French, feet. you almost started sounding French there yourself when you were... Ep- Happy Halloween, uh, yes. Uh, oh, no, happy, Native Americans. Happy Halloween. That's right. Where that's does right. the France come with Happy Halloween? No, I, I, we did that's not very invent, foreign to them. We did not know. We of course we did not invent Halloween. That is uh, in France. Is we are famous American for thing. a lot of French uh, in my town, though, uh, out in Westchester, where I'm from. So, oh, you, you know, I'm sorry. Are you yeah, from Westchester? I, am, I, I had am no Lloyd, idea, John. Believe that. Lived in the Jonathan, city many years, though. Westchester is very nice, from what I hear, especially at this time of year. That's right. It's it's brisk, but it's not necessarily <laughs> it's not necessarily clammy. All right, okay. Uh, so right, we're gonna wrap cool. it up. Uh, I'm gonna get <clears throat> two plugs in before I go. Absolutely. All right. Start up. Listen, John. Uh, I appreciate that we're having a fantastic time here, and I know it's kind of like a like a putting on the brakes, but I, right. I have to respect the wishes of my engineer. Oh, right. And that fucker has a life of his own. I've Absolutely. told him a thousand times. You I just like, I'm me. not. I'm not interesting you enough. You are mine. Thanks, Lloyd. I own you just like uh, yeah. the ring owns Gollum. No, he refuses to accept this and has a life of his own. From what I understand, he expects to get laid tonight. This fucking piece of shit. So before he goes, all right, have do your stupid fuck. Plug. Oh, no, no, Do no. I was going to say, I, I want everyone to come out on Friday to Hicksville, Long Island for. Uh, Hicksville, Long Island? Yeah, I know I'm where Hicksville is. My aunt used to live in Hicksville. Benefit Games, uh, New York Rangers Alumni Association. We're having a charity hockey game. Will Gretzky money for, be there? I think, you know, a uh, couple notables that are uh, going to be. I don't, I'm not sure exactly who, but name I know. Adam Graves, Glenn Anderson, Ron Duguay. Ron um, Duguay, I know that name. Uh, a b- bunch of former Ranger players um, are going to be involved. This is for the kids, so it- it'll be good. And then uh, Nella you know, Night. for kids. Nella the Princess Night <laughs> drops February 6th. Be sure to turn <laughs> into Nickelodeon. And uh, I play Sir Coach and Hat Hut Man, who's. Uh, Everybody loves Johnny. That's right. Hat Hut Man. That's right. That's right, baby. 
That's John all I got, man. The amazing and very manly John Heffernan. Ladies and gentlemen, the testosterone in the room is off the charts. That's when right. I said salt and pepper, I meant from the black, swarthy coast of Malabar, baby. <laughs> I meant 16 ounces of pure butt steak and four more for dessert. What I'm talking about is a 0% GMO, 115 percent burly man chopping wood john let's go have beer we're men